0: For more than a decade, the primetime reality TV series Shark Tank has given entrepreneurs a chance to pitch their ideas to a panel of wealthy business titans. These sharks then decide whether or not to invest in the idea or company. Last year, Atlanta's first Presbyterian church started its own Shark Tank. It's a social entrepreneurship vehicle called Epiphany. Much like Shark Tank, the church's Epiphany program puts out a call for budding business ideas, offers support to select entrepreneurs through business development navigator groups, which then help them refine their final pitch to be selected for a grant from Epiphany's pool of money. The second-ever round of applications opened this week, and here to talk more about the program is Ellen Adair White. She's chair of the Epiphany Program for 2020. Hello. Hello, Virginia. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. It's a great idea, and as I understand it, the idea for creating this program and the funding are somewhat linked. How did this all come about? Abs- absolutely, they are. Um, Number
1: one, what you need to know about First Presbyterian Church is that this is not our first rodeo in looking at creative ways to insert ourselves and use our talents to help the community and show God's love in the world. But what we have done is to rethink how we do that in a way that we think is much more contemporary and gives us the opportunity to create more sustainable solutions to some of these great big intractable problems that really face us on a daily basis here in Atlanta and around the world. So how is this funded? It's funded through the congregation. And last year, we were fortunate to have been approached by a filming company to – film a movie in the in the um, facilities at the church here at 16th and Peachtree. And once that happened, we realized we had a windfall, and that coincided in parallel with us uh, designing a new way to do community ministry. And so that was our initial seed grant, and it was um, matched and exceeded by the generosity of our members.
0: So walk me through the process for an aspiring business owner applying to this program, or is an organization owner too because there, are they nonprofits or for-profit companies they can be nonprofits or for-profits or it can be an individual who
1: just has a great idea of how to save the world
0: so what do they go through in their application the first thing
1: that they do is they go online and they read about epiphany and learn that we are all about uplifting and training individuals to who want to create a business solution to a social problem, and that's the real key. This is a way that we hope to encourage individuals and organizations to create opportunities that don't rely just on donations, so that there is a revenue model that um, is intrinsic in what they're trying to do. They fill out the form. We go through a screening process where we read all of the applications. Last year, we received more than 90. We hope to do that again. Uh, That pool is initially winnowed down based on the written application. We select a smaller pool for what we call navigation, and those are paired with business mentors, members out of our congregation who have volunteered to use their expertise and business skills to, kind of guide them to, gui- the process. to guide them through the process, to understand what their needs are, and we'll further winnow that down to a small pool, probably 10 to 15, that will actually pitch to an independent panel of judges made up of other
0: members. Alright, I want to put a pin in that and come back to it, but I'm wondering if only faith-based organizations can receive these grants. No, not at all. Okay. We are a faith-based organization, and we do ask
1: that applicants look and make sure that their goals align with what our mission states that we're trying to do, which is to bring light and solutions to the world. But they do not have to be Christian. They do not have to be a faith-professing individual at all. But we do want them to know that one of our goals and a mark of success for us is to spread God's love in the world. Uh, So they need to be comfortable with that.
0: Let's see how they manifest. In the past round of applications and grants, you ended up funding five out of those 90 social ventures, focusing on a range of social issues, including fair housing, job training for at-risk populations. What are Are there any particular topics you're hoping to address in this round?
1: No, and we are open to surprise. And that has been one of the most exciting aspects of Epiphany that has engaged our congregation's curiosity. We truly hope that we will be presented with ideas that we would never have thought of on our own.
0: So, Epiphany is a much kinder, gentler word than Shark Tank. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> who are your sharks, however, the people who make the decisions?
1: We have a range of individuals. There'll be eight of them this time, and we have a range of ages and experiences. Some are venture capitalists. Others have come um, from the realm of small business, and others have corporate backgrounds. Uh, we even have some stay-at-home folks who just have an intuition for what we're all about.
0: How do you decide how much each venture receives?
1: It depends on the needs and the goals that the venture brings to us and the opportunity that we see to be transformational where they are right now. So we're not trying to just get them across the finish line. We're trying to give them a a grant and we're open to a different financial instrument if a grant is not what works, but something that is going to truly enable them To launch.
0: So, the members of your congregation have been a big part of this process, particularly when it came to supporting these entrepreneurs in the navigator stage. So, how were they involved with the project? We had over 100 of of our members, volunteers
1: with a range of business skills and expertise, insights, and talents come alongside the ventures that we navigated in round one. We navigated 21 ventures, so a quarter of them were actually funded. Mm -hmm. But what those individuals did was first meet with them, understand what they were trying to do, bring along contacts, the Navigator team walks with these individuals the entire acceleration period.
0: This Epiphany Project, you're leveraging the power of a congregation quite differently than a lot of traditional church programs. You know, this is not a bake sale. No. (laughs) So what do you think is unique about your congregation that encourages them or enables them to meet the needs of these entrepreneurs?
1: Well, I don't know that we have a unique congregation except that they were totally open and willing to follow where this big idea might lead. We have individuals who come from all over the city. We're located in Midtown, right next to the High Museum. And we know that around us, within a mile, we have every conceivable social issue presented at our doorstep. But what we also have are a range of individuals that are educated and gifted. They're blessed with resources, but they all wanted to do more than to teach an hour of Sunday school or pass the plate.
0: Ellen Adair, how do you measure success for this program?
1: First and foremost, success is going to be seeing results in the community that are generated by the ventures that we fund, seeing refugees being more integrated into the community, seeing individuals who are experiencing eviction and potential homelessness rescued from that situation. But the other thing is that we want to see these solutions be long-term. So knowing that they are not only dependent on donations or philanthropic grants, that there is a true business model that makes them sustainable, that would be great.
0: You've said that other church and faith-based groups have reached out to you and asked how to do community ministry better. So what now is your response to them? see our results. Come alongside us
1: and experience the, what Epiphany can do, not only outside of your congregation, but inside of your congregation. The level of excitement, the level of multi-generational engagement. This Sunday, we had our Epiphany kickoff, and we had over 120 people that showed up just to say, I don't know what skills I've got. I think I want to get involved. And we're off to the races now with with a whole new round too. Do they do so, it during
0: Sunday service? Well, we
1: did we did it during the prior to Sunday service, mm-hmm. but we had roundtable discussions and people identified where they want to use their business and professional skills, and
0: we're going to start matching them up. Ellen Adair Weich, thank you so much for speaking with us.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Virginia.
0: Ellen Adair is chair for the Epiphany Program at Atlanta's First Presbyterian Church. If you have a nugget of a business idea you would like to submit, the portal for Epiphany is open until February 2nd. We'll put a link at gpbnews.org. Stay with us for more of On Second Thought after a short break.